Recorded live. Yeah, no, I hear you quite well, actually. So here we are. Yeah, great. I'm looking forward to hearing what successes you've had in the last couple of weeks. Well, actually, um, I have one thing that's really exciting. A friend of mine uh, started a meetup group called Innovators and Entrepreneurs. Nice. he has been um he he sent me an email and he said, Frankly, I'm tired of doing this and asked if I wanted to be the the moderator and he said, I think there's ways that you could change the focus of this group to actually advance your career and advance what you are doing. So I am going to talk to him next week about taking on one meeting a month. There might be two of us, so there's two meetings a month. So that's very exciting. Very exciting, and I love that you're co-leading it because it can be a little tiring. I did it for a while, and, uh, you know, so it's, it's wonderful to be, you know, to not be responsible all the time. It's perfect. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, and I did attend a few meetings, and uh-huh. from my packaging perspective, I totally get what innovators and inventors are doing. So uh-huh. I can really speak to what they're doing, plus bring information on helping them build confidence as they're talking to angel investors and and helping them organize that part of their their business. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. I'm also, I've been working with my sister. She is my new paying client, by the way. I didn't charge her very much, but I said, you know, it's not about the money. It's just I want you to send me a check for $300 so that it's a symbol that I am a paid coach. Yes. And we are going really deep. Um, I learned some things about her. I learned um, she doesn't even want to deal with her past or our mother. So that's very interesting. So I'm very excited about uh, taking some of the work we have done and working with my sister on the same thing, taking someone really deep. And uh, my former client that I had for eight weeks, who did not want to um, enroll and actually pay me a fee to continue, I knew her former business partner. And I thought to myself, now that I'm willing to take people deep and deeper, I did her a disservice by not addressing that with her. Right. I'm going to call her up and say, you know, that, that Mr. Flan's, that Mr. Flanders, we're gonna we're gonna go down and talk about how I did you became his business partner. Yeah. In your background, created that pattern so that you. Oh, Cheryl, something happened that I cannot hear you very well. Can you hear me? Uh oh. Can you hear me? Oh, hello. Yeah, I can hear you, but you're very muffled. Hello? Oh, now I can hear you. What happened? Oh, you know, it just, oh, I know. I didn't have the car on. Oh, so so it was like the phone was so far away. I'm like, where are you? (laughs) Oh, okay, here we go. We'll put the car on. Okay. Because it's kind of hot in here anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty, at least here, it's like 82 or 83 degrees. So so one thing that I want to clarify, so who was the one that didn't want to deal with the pastor, her mother? My sister. She doesn't? No. And how are you going to go deep with her without being able to go into her, into her past at all or, deal or talk about her mom? Well, she's willing, to, mom. she's willing to do that. Oh, she is in the past. She didn't want to do that, but in now she past, is. Yeah, she said, I only work in the future. I, I never think about my past. I only want to be in the future. And in fact, she said, I live in Disneyland. Oh. So everything's okay. happy and she can she can push everything under the carpet because yeah. um 
she's found a way to deal with, uh, she has a very, by the way, she has a very difficult husband. They just celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, my God. And she said, um, she said to me, we've, our marriage has never been this difficult. Wow. They had a fight over a hat. Oh, my earlier God. Earlier in the week. Yeah. So, um, you know, this is a time she needs my support and, and um, she's willing to go deeper and find out more about herself and how she can heal herself because um, she's been to the doctor. She has leg pain. She's been to the doctor and the doctor can't find anything wrong with her. This is all, you know, psychological wow. and emotional. Yeah. Wow. So is she still at the place where she doesn't want to deal with the pastor or your mom? Or now she's, in, she's willing to? Now she's willing to. Good. She, she liked my language. She liked, she said, that's amazing. You were very dynamic and, and I'm very interested in, in doing more tapping with you. She, then, you know, she does it on her own. And she called me up on Saturday night and she said, I went through the tapping like we had done on Friday night. And I just started to bawl. All these wow. emotions came up for me. And is that normal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, Very it much is. so. Yeah. Well, this is fabulous. Now, how do you find working? Is this your full sister or a half-sister? No, she's my full sister. Okay. And are you really close? Yes. Okay. So one thing that I have to tell you, because when I, especially when I learned Matrix Reimprinting, I actually... You know, my whole family is in Argentina, and I went on a trip to visit, and I did a session on each each one of them. Mm-hmm. I think my dad was the only one that I didn't. And everybody, you know, I got everybody crying and whatnot. And then I realized I, it's actually a little, it's very important to have a set, like a clear boundary for yourself when you're mm-hmm. working with your sister mm-hmm. um, in the sense that something may come up that you can, of course, resonate or relate with, especially if it has to do with your parents, right? Yes. So I think it's, on one hand, extremely powerful work and that you can totally do it. On the other hand, I would recommend a couple of things for you to be prepared to do it. So we can talk about that in a moment, okay? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm so excited for you. And I love that you said, you know, send me $300 so I can call myself a, Paid coach, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's one thing about working with my sister is there's eight years difference between us. Uh, and her experience with my parents was different than my experience. Okay. So there's one way that we can kind of separate, you know, where my parents were economically and... um they actually moved, you know, we moved, she, she went away to college and got married and moved away. And then I moved with my parents to a different location. And so there are some things that, that separate our experience. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That is quite good. And yet, you know, you're going to be the one thing. So what I'm I'm going to recommend, um, and just since we're on the subject is that before you have a session with her, you actually do at least like five minutes of tapping on yourself. Like, you know, so you can be completely present for her and that her experience doesn't necessarily have to be your own. And if something comes up, you can always take a little note to address it later on your own. But that's okay. not part of the session. Like you hold a sacred space for her and this is her session. Okay. Sounds good. And I think that that's a really powerful um, uh, practice to have because, I mean, in these, in these cases, your sister, but you could also work with somebody else that triggers some of your issues. I mean, it has happened to me. And then I know that I always make a mental note and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to address that. But right now I'm present with this person and I'm holding space for them. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Because, you know, we're human. We get triggered, you know. Something, maybe she says something about your mom or your dad and you want to you know, instinctively maybe you want to defend them or who who knows, you know, what may come up. Um, but that's a great success. Fabulous. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Of I course. feel good about that. And um, I spent time with another friend that 
could really use a dose of forgiveness. And I saw that she wasn't ready for that right now. You know, I, I feel like I'm reading people better. You get, you've given me some cues that, you know, like check out those personality traits, Use mm-hmm. those to give you information so you know their light side and their shadow side. So I'm, re- I'm really trying to be a very good student on this. Another part, um, if you recall, I broke up with my boyfriend of five of years. Yeah. And um, I went to my hairdresser, which those hairdressers are tricky. They have this way of just going in there and asking you questions and they don't Mm -hmm. know any of the players and I just spilled my guts and I felt really crummy for a couple of days and Mm -hmm. then um, but you know there was something positive about that because it was like ripping the band-aid off a wound and I was just flooded with emotion which I'm a very creative person and I want to live off the the parameters of the earth. I wanna. I I don't want to deal with emotion, mm-hmm. which is a downfall. That's a dark mm-hmm. side, and it really helped me get in tune with myself. Yeah, yeah. And what emotions that other people that I'm working with will have. I mean, we're talking about what does it feel like to be re- rejected. What does it feel like when your your feelings are hurt so badly, and you realize you're no you're not a priority for that person? Um, uh, it was actually helpful to me. I forgot how how painful. I forgot how much that really hurts. Right. Exactly. And and the, and the truth of it, right? That it's really so. Have you been a little bit in grief and mourning a bit? Yeah, for the loss. Yeah, I yeah. I felt lost because he was part of my life in a minimal way. Every single day we texted each other and um, there was a connection there. And, you know, I have no idea uh, in the future, you know, what 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 it will be like to meet him again, mm-hmm. you know, casually when I'm kayaking. I think for me it'll be fine. Now, so I listened to the I listened to our um, session last night, and my birth and my rebirth, and it all made so much sense. I really got back to that place. So, yeah, and that idea of like, yes, I love you, and I really, you know, all these wonderful things, and then there's this reservation kind of in the background that is like there's a but there, right? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, on, on his part, I think he may have even gotten to strong dislike to hate. You know, you know when you mm. when you reach when you're just done with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think he was there. If um, anything, hopefully he will be able to practice um, forgiveness for me. Yeah. And um, I'm going to have compassion for him. Sorry, I'm here, but I have a little bit of a cold and I had to sneeze and I didn't want to do it in front of your ears, so I muted myself very quickly. <laughs> so, so tell me, do you feel like he may have gotten to a place of really like feeling really turned off by you? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, I think so. How, like what, what leads you to feel that way or... Well, just his reaction to me, um, there were times that, like for my birthday, he he went to Maine um, for two weeks. He's he's doing this training for his four-star assessment coming up in October. And number one, he didn't really encourage me to go to that and be one mm-hmm. of his um, students for two weeks. There, It wasn't like, hey, I'm willing to take a boat for you, or there wasn't this, I'd love to have you go. I had mentioned my birthday, and he said, oh, well, before I go, we could just, like, do it quick. It's like, Mm. no, no, I want it to be more relaxed and special. And then, so while he was in Maine, I sent him a a website, and I said, there's a 
a circus performance in my neighborhood on on August 12th. Could you just buy tickets? That would be my birthday present for that that performance. And so we spent that whole day together. We went to the state capitol. We did that open house. We took transit around town. We went to a coffee house. We biked down to a restaurant that both of us like, and then we biked over to the the circus performance. But there was something a little off. Uh Like when we went to the restaurant, usually... There was something really important that I may have missed. I did, actually. Are you tapping while you're telling me all these? (gasps) Oh, I'm not. Okay. (laughs) No, my my bad. I was just... Okay. Yeah, because it's important. Yeah, there was a you know there was a couple of times like that that it was just like his reaction was was a little off. Uh, mm-hmm. You know when we were when we were ordering at the restaurant. I mean you know he I I put down a list of things that I that would be great for the next partner boyfriend, and one of them was he looks he. He can look you in the eye when he's talking to you. So you can only imagine he wasn't great at looking in my eyes, but boy, there was just hardly any hardly any contact at all. And then I um I had been practicing this this saxophone solo for him, Misty. Uh-huh. And he said he didn't know what song it was. And hmm. you know, he just found a way to deflate me. And uh, so anyway, it may have been going on for two or three months. I don't know. He was gone a lot and, but um, you know, he's retired so he can take trips and, and be gone. So anyway. Yeah. But there is, there is that sense of rejection, right? And that the, the feeling like, well, he wasn't even your, he wasn't even your ideal partner anyway to begin with, right, right, mhm. And for him to reject you or yes, it feels it's painful. Well, you know, I said last time it's kind of I thought it, it was sort of a medium connection, yeah. But I really looked at, at it as. You know, this is ideal. We're really friends. And I I thought that would be like the idea. And we have this great interest in common. I really thought that was the basis of something really long-term where um, we would always have this kayaking thing, you know, um, I, no, I, the, the I was important... really surprised by, by being rejected yeah. by him. Now, Cheryl, the one question that I have is, do you feel that you could be 100% yourself with him? Well, no. Okay. No. Okay. But you have to think, I'm kind of a creative, right-out-there kind of person. I'm a painter. I ha- I have a parrot. I love training my parrot to do parrot tricks. I play the saxophone, you know. I'm not a I'm not a normal kind of person. Well, okay, because this is something that is very important and and I I will I will share with you you're still tapping, I hope, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will share with you how this really really connects with your coaching practice. And is that you cannot have a really good relationship and i want to say relationship not just partnership with a boyfriend or you know a a romantic partner but a friend or you know just a a close family connection if you're not a hundred percent yourself because what ends up happening is that you kind of you turn the volume down on who you are and you're not as interesting a person (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, but I have to say it just, you know, it's like <sighs> what you're describing is that, yes, you're kind of an out there kind of person, but that makes you who you are, you know? Yep. You want someone that 
you know, you teach your parrot treats and tricks and treats, tricks. Yeah, I bet you have to give him tricks for that, treats for that. <laughs> he does the uh, treats. And, uh, you know, and you play the sax with, and, and these birds are just, like, fascinating by all the different, and you do this weird tapping thing, and you're painting, and you love the outdoors. And it has to be someone that maybe does, it's not just like that, but it's fascinated by who you are. Yeah, you know, maybe, well, it's not a maybe. You know, in the last two weeks, okay, this this new project with the meetup group, Innovations and um, Entrepreneurs, has come about. I talked to a friend of mine in Florida. On Sunday night, we got off the phone. I practiced doing a video. I cleaned out my my um, office dressing room and create a space for me to do start doing videos, just practicing videos. Um, you know, already I'm making greater strides in the last couple of weeks than I have in in months. So I guess that tells me something. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess I was just stalled. I'm lo- You know, I'm tapping to lose weight. That's happening. I guess I I was in a holding pattern. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is that as you're coming more and more into who you are, that is going to translate into your business as well. It's going to translate into your into your videos, into everything that you put out, into every word and communication you have with others. One thing that I noticed, <coughs> sorry, I had, uh, I think it was last year that I was um, – I was helping a colleague of mine that she was running, she started running a program and she said, I, I may need uh, your support a little bit. And we had done some of the same training, right? We're like a little bit of veterans stepping into wealth and we do our own thing and whatnot. And she had, she had something that she had to go to. So she said, could you lead my group for, you know, a couple of weeks? And I was like, of course. She's like, these are what we're, you know, we're covering. Yeah, no problem. So I did it and it was wonderful. And I had really great feedback and wonderful and yet there was something that was not quite working. And hmm. there's, you know, there was something that I was like, what is it? And I couldn't put my finger on it until I had the second session with this group. And I was really paying very close attention and really wonderful. She leads uh, women's, you know, women's retreats and women's programs. And it was really great. But there was something just like me, right? But there was something and finally I, I got it. These were women that she attracted. And uh-huh. she, uh, even though even though we have done similar training and we're good friends, we have very different personalities. And there was something about this group of women that I didn't quite connect with in that energy level. They were not my people. Wow, that's very interesting. To me, it was fascinating because I thought, this is such a message that I need to be 100% myself on video, what I'm sharing and what I'm doing, because I don't want to be attracting people into my, you know, into my business, into my practice as students or, you know, coaches, whatever it might be, that don't connect with who I am. Otherwise, I have to be somebody that I'm not, and that takes a massive amount of effort. <laughs> yes. I tried it, and not only that, you, I mean, you've been doing it, but on top of it, it's kind of kind of like draining and frustrating, and and it doesn't quite work because you kind of like come out in certain places. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. And you know, maybe you do act out a little bit because it's yeah. like, oh, it's so exhaustive to be in that box. Absolutely, absolutely. So I probably did did some things at the, at you know towards the end to just push his buttons. Because I wasn't doing it to be mean, but it was just like, oh, dear God, <laughs> I feel so su- suppressed. Absolutely. So these is, there's something about these that is liberating you in a massive way, and I hope you're still tapping, I to am. really <laughs> embrace, you know, that creative painter, nature lover, you know, quirky Saxon paratric person. <laughs> yeah, and really embrace all of her, like all of it. 
you know, the, the light and the shadow as well. So when you come in front of the camera, it's 100% you, and you are full of that vibrant energy that you have. Yes. Because otherwise, it's like you're really having a lukewarm interaction, which is really not satisfying for anybody. Right. Well, I'm not attracting anyone because I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be a formula instead right. of myself. Exactly. That's it. And that's why when we were talking about um, the, you know, the um, what is a nice capture. I don't know how you call it. How you introduce yourself, like the brilliant yeah. way, which. It is really good to do it and then to just start owning it and owning it until just the the words flow and you start incorporating something else and you just say it very, like, this is what I do. And you may change it every time, right? But it feels like, oh, yeah, this is what I do. But it's not like a formula, like you just said, exactly. It's not a formula anymore. Right? It's, It's like, you know, I help innovators and entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck because they don't have all the confidence they need when they present their awesomeness to the world and you know, to, to really transform and own all of their charisma and their brilliance and just feel like a million dollars or feel like Einstein in front of their, you know, whatever group they're presenting. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to practice it on my video tonight because I'm going to a networking thing tomorrow. Cool. Yeah, so I like that when I can just say, this is what I do. And, you know, the words that come up for me are overwhelm, anger, and resentment. I think that if I can just concentrate on finding where people, if they carry those things, and I think every single person carries some element of of those three things around in their modern life. Um, You know, I'm thinking about going after that perspective and using that tactic rather than business owners or business professionals. Yeah. And the other thing is knowing who you're going to be speaking in front of, right? Like if you're going to be in front of the innovators and entrepreneurs, and that those are who you're going to be speaking to. But you may go and talk in front of, you know, your networking is about women business owners. So you're going talking about, right? Right, and Because okay. the truth is, is that everybody has overwhelmed anger and resentment to a degree. Yes, yes. Now, I would invite you to, um, unless you feel very strongly, right? Because I don't want to, but I may invite you to, instead of saying anger, to say frustration. Okay. And if it feels right, just test it. Because what happens is that frustration is something that most people would admit to, but not anger, especially women. Okay. We, we may, but it's, it's just try it, because if anger is the word that resonates with you, you need to really respect that, right? No, um, no, that's what, that's why you're my coach, Lauda. <laughs> I need help with the words because, you know, what resonated for me as I, I was working with Margaret Lynch is I had fear and anxiety every single day of my life that I walked through the door of the company where I work. And I just wanted ease and grace in my life. And I didn't know how to get there. And so... I found after trial and error when I go to a networking event, if I talk about fear and anxiety, I mean, people would turn away. It's just like, oh, my gosh, you know, how to repel people. And they certainly don't know how to deal with ease and grace. What the hell does that mean? So I I need some help with wordsmithing. So please feel free to offer me advice. Yeah, and it's, you know, it has to resonate with you. The thing is not that people may not experience fear and anxiety, but they won't Mm -hmm. admit it. Right, right. Right? So, for example, if you say, you know, if you say like, well, I, you know, I work with people that have low low self-confidence. Oh, nobody's going to be like, oh, no, there's no no way I have low self-confidence, right? You know, I'm thinking people don't even realize. I mean, we've done a lot of work. Okay, we've done a lot of work. And 
that's what it felt like to rip the bandage off this wound of in my heart was in and this this rejection was number one I'm really good at at not going there but number two I had lost my being in touch with pain every day mm. and you know so it just it, it was good for me to to reinforce that and to go okay this is how people feel this is how they function when they're when they're you know when they're in that much emotional pain yeah yeah and i don't think anyone knows how low their self esteem is until it changes for them then they go yes i used to have low self esteem right yeah, and yet, it's, you know, one of the things, it's true, people may admit that, but especially at a networking or a meeting or any sort, people could say, well, yeah, sometimes I feel stuck because I don't take action and the things that I have to do, or I put, you know, I procrastinate, um, and I get frustrated because I'm like, you know, I get stuck and just, you know, I'm, I'm overwhelmed, overwhelmed and frustrated and stuck in the same place. But they may not say, and we both know that underneath there is an issue of confidence, that they don't feel confident enough to just move ahead because, you know, maybe doing whatever it is that they know they have to be doing may lead to exposing themselves and they would feel like, okay, now I'm too exposed. What do I do? What if I'm rejected? Right? Because we all have that. But yeah, people won't, yeah. won't admit it as readily as admitting like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely overwhelmed and frustrated and I feel stuck. You know, I, I procrastinate and you know, all of that is fine. And when you work with them, then you address the, the lack of confidence, the lack of security that they can achieve whatever they want. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. good. Yeah. So it is true that there are certain words that are that can be more inviting because People, on one hand, they actually are, like you just said, which is, which is of course, brilliant, that they may not be in touch with the fact that it's confidence. They may not realize that it's a lack of confidence. They may think, like, no, I can see that I procrastinate and I know that I get distracted and I feel kind of stuck and frustrated, but how is that connected with my confidence? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it requires an, an education. And that's why I like, you know, when I was talking about service-based marketing is that it is about educating people, you know. If you make a video about and you want to address that part, it, it would be about, you know, do you ever, you know, procrastinate and you feel stuck and frustrated because you know what to do and yet you get overwhelmed and you don't do it. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. So there is something else going on underneath that may have to do with, lack of confidence, you, you know, the fear of rejection. You can talk about those things, after, you know, as, as, a, as the underneath, something that is going on that is sabotaging you without you being aware of it. Okay, yeah, sounds good. I love your yeah. words. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this tape back and write those words down and, and, um, and formulate my, my next newsletter and my my real video that I'm going to put on my website, you know, from this information. So wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, and play with it and see what really feels right with you. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of material we're covering, and what you know what feels right. Now it's it's so interesting talking about your newsletter. Your ex boyfriend, his name was is, is Bernie, right? Yes. And it's so interesting that in your newsletter that I have in front of me, you actually call him my friend. Yeah. So, well, you know what? Um, I I did before I sent it out. I put I went to the state capitol. I edited uh-huh. him out by that time. But uh-huh. yeah, I mean, we at the end of the day, I guess you know we were we were we were friends. Yeah. Not necessarily. We weren't marching towards the aisle. We weren't marching <laughs> towards marriage, but um, you know, it was on some level. It was you know very committed. I don't know to what we weren't intimate. 
<laughs> I don't know. Well, you were monogamous to whatever effect that may apply. Yes, to whatever effect that that was. I yeah. certainly didn't want to hurt his feelings, or and you know, frankly, I even said I even I I said this to people recently, and then at our parting shot. I mean, someday we'll be friends again. You know, I I I know we will be because it was we didn't live together. We, you know, at this point we weren't in love. You know, it was yeah. a it was a friendship of of convenience. He's a nice, trustworthy guy. Um, but uh, what was I going to say about that? Um, yeah, it. Uh, he didn't even want me to. I I had mentioned something about him in the write-up I sent to my, you know, to my high school reunion. And he looked, I mean, he even looked upset about the fact that I was connecting us as, oh. as connecting there... us. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he was just done being connected with me. <laughs> mm. Now, is it is it possible? So one one piece that I find really interesting is that something you said that you were maybe in the last few months you were doing things to push his buttons. Yeah. Well. Mhm. And I'm just curious if you can actually, because I think it would be, it might be really healing for you to recognize that. I I don't know how I came to maybe one of the trainings I did about couples counseling or something, but mm-hmm. one that it said that even though there's one person. If that may end the relationship that say says the actual words mm-hmm. in general, the person who actually broke up the relationship is the one that is being left ah with actions with doing things that 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 person knows would not build the relationship but actually bring it up you know bring it apart okay, so the 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 one time okay that i really felt like i pushed his buttons in front of other people it was a day after my birthday that typically when we went out for my birthday i always made his birthday like far more i tried a lot harder to make his birthday special than he did for me let's put it that way Mm-hmm. So we went to the restaurant, and the woman had said our specialty of the day for, you know, for two is this lovely menu of this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that sounds really good. And suddenly he's looking down at the men- menu saying, oh, I'm going to have spaghetti. And so I'm thinking, oh, well, that means we can't have that two-person special oh okay so that hurt my feelings because yeah. this is my birthday and he 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 spent thirty dollars on it doesn't matter how much it was but we're talking thirty dollars to go to the circus and you know no additional present or card or uh-huh anything of that nature and now we end up getting you know less expensive meals it it wasn't all that special right and so the next day we go to the training he he's in charge of the training and he had just told me he'd come from from this training session and he wasn't satisfied with the instructor so he's training us to stop suddenly in a kayak and you have to think that I've done lots of these trainings before. And every time I would make that stop, he would tell me I was doing it wrong. Hmm. No, no, you must do it like this. And so I tried it like three or four more times. I wanted his approval. I wanted his hmm. approval so badly that I kept doing it. And I said, Bernie, this has no support. When you stop, you need support in a kayak 
and this stop is makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm not getting enough support. And just as I said those words, I tipped over. I did not have support. Wow. So then to add insult to injury, I went to roll up and I botched it. And he he had to rescue me then in front of these people. And by this time, I saw that he was just fuming that I had questioned I wasn't questioning mm. him. I was questioning that technique. Yeah. But he didn't see it that way. Yeah. And he did rescue me, but then he said, well, maybe you should get some rolling practice from Christopher, which would mean that I wouldn't show up on Wednesday nights. I'd be over at Christopher's house. And so, again, it was a way he could, like, get me out of the way so he could not have me around and uh and he he kept um now I'm tapping again good, in, good. instead of planning for us to go on a camping trip together with even a couple other people, he would say, "Well, you plan it, so I planned it. I had some people lined up, and he said, "Oh, I don't want to go with them." <laughs> And there was so, some, there's something about who you were together that it was not working. Now, I'm cu- it sounds from what I'm hearing you say is that it was not working for you either. It really wasn't working for me either because he would yeah. find, if, if I recommended a restaurant, he would finally go and then he'd go, I didn't like anything in the menu. So, or, or I would take him to meet friends and he wouldn't really talk. Huh. So the next time I got together with those friends, I'd just make an excuse for him because I didn't want to go through that again. I didn't want to go there and then feel, look over at him and go, oh, God, he's not having a good time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it seems seems like they're really, can you in any way embrace the part that even though he was the one saying the words, you were not really happy in this relationship. It was not working for you. Yes, I acknowledge that. Yeah. I mean, being, it doesn't matter who, right? We always want to be invited to the party even if we don't want to go. So being right. rejected is not fun ever, mm-hmm. especially when we feel it that way. Mm-hmm. And yet it seems to me that it's almost like, you know, coming back to what I was saying earlier, is that if you are, a, you know, a square peg, you kept on trying to fit into a, you know, a round hole, and it was just not working. You had to, you were actually trying to shave off parts of you so you could be with him. Yeah, and, and I, I abandoned my painting. I did a lot yeah. of things to try to keep up with, um, you know, I wanted to be an elite kayaker so I could go places with him. Mm. And then I realized I made the choice to go to the Margaret Lynch Ignite event instead of going to the ocean training because I thought, this is my business and my livelihood and my spirit that I'm yeah. protecting, and I have to make a choice. And I guess the minute I went to the Ignite, I made that choice. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That said, so the truth is that shaving important parts of you, because we can, you know, we always adjust when we're with somebody else, right? And then mm-hmm. we're not twins and, you know, but... <laughs> oh, that darn. Would be, that would be boring. No, it would be extremely boring. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? It might be. Uh, I don't you know. know. <laughs> what do I but, know? Well, you will find out. <laughs> But um, the truth is that as of, as of now, you were actually trying too hard and to a degree, it sounds like you even betrayed yourself a little bit. Yeah, I did. So I'm curious if that, you know, if the resentment, if there's any left or any, you know, any anger, it's not so much towards him, but yourself. 
I hope you're really yeah. happy with yeah. this one. If you're just yeah. feeling you know, that somehow you just sold yourself short. You know, you're exactly right. Here's what happened. I can tell you the day and time. Three years ago, the first time I went to Maine, it was really scary for me to go to the ocean. The first day I'm in my kayak on the ocean, I, uh, I looked down into a whirlpool that is six feet across and five or six oh feet down, and I'm going, holy shit, take me back to my little lake in Minnesota. I was yeah. scared to death. I was scared to death, and I did the whole week. And I kept getting better and better and getting braver until the last day we surfed on the beach. And I was just smiles and it was all worthwhile for me. And and then you meet with um, the instructor. And the first thing the guy says to me, he didn't talk about my kayak. He says, you don't sit with Bernie. Get rid of him. And he went, what? What are you talking about? And uh, and I was angry. There were a couple of times that I felt like like Bernie isn't part of this group. He's not helping out. He's not he's not sweeping. He's not doing his part in this group. He's ignoring me. At one point in time, um, something happened. And it's like wow, he didn't even stick up for me. You know when this happened, and mm. you know okay. I'm sticking up for myself. So um, every year we go on a fabulous sailing trip. And I decided, you know, I'm going to hang in here because that sailing trip is fabulous. And so every time I've kind of thought to myself, oh, then I don't get to go on that sailing trip. Hmm. Um, It stopped me from making the best choice for myself. And we went on a nine-day trip this year. It was fabulous. It was just amazing. I loved it. The captain let me sail across Lake Michigan before Bernie. I mean, the wow. things happened on the boat that um, my navigation was better. The captain let me sail first across Lake Michigan, and then he said, okay, we, okay, why don't you go down below and do something else, and then he had Bernie come back. So there were some things that happened in the trip that you know, Bernie never took a picture with me. He never bought me anything, you know. Yeah. I guess I kind of thought this is my last sailing trip, no matter what. So I, you know, I, sh- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm guilty. Well, it's not, no, I'm not guilty. I think that it's more, you know, there's a huge difference, even though it may seem like cousins between guilt and responsibility. Yeah. Because I want you to just, so five years ago, you were, um, you were 47 years old, right? Mm-hmm. You well, no, him. five years ago, I was 59, 50, 58, old, I guess. How old are you now? 64. Oh, for some reason, look how nice. I had to hear that you were, you were 50, 53, I had it. I guess you <laughs> Wow. Okay. You, well, okay. you look way younger. Way younger. I would have never thought you were 64. Not even a Thank chance. Thank you. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, is it possible that that, you know, that 59-year-old lady, 58, almost 59, that met Bernie, at the time, given who you were, it really worked for you? You wanted yeah. a friend, a companion, and someone that, you know, liked some of the things you liked, and that he was a really a really good companion for a while. Yes, he was. Absolutely. Yeah. And he now, gave me a lot of opportunity. I never would have gone to the ocean. I, I wouldn't have gone to Alaska kayaking yeah. had he not, had we not been friends and I wanted to travel with him. Yeah. So it was an amazing experience, and as you evolved in these last five years, that it sounds to me that you have be- become more of who you are and be clearer and clearer about who you are, what you're about, and what you have to offer, as you became stronger and in, in more, you know, more grounded and centered, 
that didn't, it just, it's almost like it was not possible for you to hide anymore. Right, right. And those parts that didn't work for him just became too big. Maybe you're just, you know, maybe he didn't like the idea that, you know, you did better in the trip and you actually got to sail first and that you were recognized in a different way. You're more sociable, you know, you're social and you connect with people. Maybe he felt like, you know, this is too much, but then I'm not, you know, I just doesn't work for me. Right. And, you know, as far as him ever going to any of the tapping programs or meetings, yeah. he was he was never going to be that host that would help me and sit back at the table and sell my book. Or He, he never would have done any of that for me. Yeah. And that's really important. Yeah. So how can you become more and more of yourself so you can be yourself in your videos and in your networking? And and what is the next goal? Do you want more paying clients? Do you mm-hmm. want to? Great. Yes, more paying clients. Yep. So all of that is going to come from being, you know, I would say, how many how many videos have you made in the last six months? Oh, in the last six months, um, two. Okay. No, 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 that's that's perfect because you have you know you have to start somewhere. That's great. So this is what I'm gonna what I'm gonna mention. In order to have one decent video, uh huh, that you know that you feel comfortable and really happy with. In yeah. general, we have to make about ten videos that are like okay. Okay. So. And by 10 videos, I'm not talking about 10 takes because sometimes I do a video, especially if one if one of more formal or I have to cover a lot of things or whatnot, and I, ca- I can do like 13 takes, you know. Sometimes it's just I go and it works out, but not always, right? So I'm talking right, about right. the video done. It takes about 10, and you could actually, well, most of my videos are actually, I have uh, an, an English and a Spanish, but my, my Spanish channel is the one that is the biggest. You can go even on Margaret's side. Look at her, mm-hmm. her oldest videos and the videos that she makes <laughs> right now. It's incredible. Right. You she's know, got much better. Way yeah. better. So like she says all the time, practice makes natural. So what I would highly recommend is make videos. Make them not with the intention that this is going to be the one you're going to put the, in the website next week. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. it is and you love it and it's perfect. But more mm-hmm. with the intention, because the one journey that I have done that has been really exceptional was to make video, make video, then go at it, go at it until I've become friends with myself in a complete new level. You know, I have to tell you, when I, I, I did three or four takes when I did those videos on Sunday night, and it was just teaching people how to tap. So I okay. didn't even, you know, it'll never be any put up anywhere I was just practicing and for the first time I didn't look at myself and go oh I look old I look like this the thing that came to mind was my boobs are too big my god you know (laughs) that's all I see so I thought you know what that's a really good thing when I'm not looking at myself and saying oh I look too old you know the boobs you can wear you can wear a jacket and cover them up so yeah, and, and it, but it's, it comes to a point that it's like, I, I love it. Today I was watching a, a video and there's this like um, plus size model and she is like confident and she has, you know, like big arms, of course. She's, all, she's quite mm-hmm. round, very curvy. And I'm always concerned. I've always been concerned about my arms. I'm like, oh, my arms are too big on video. Why not? It's like, you know what? This is who I am, and yes, this is these are the size of my arms. And what? Yes, you can wear something that you feel comfortable, of course, right? But right. Just practice until look at if you're concerned about big boobs, look at Lisa Sasebich's um, <laughs> videos. Okay. Sometimes all They're you can right see is boobs. There, <laughs> it's like, all right, boobs. Sasebich's Some people would here. really looking at that video would really love that. But. Yeah, absolutely. And so she has big boobs. That's who she is, right? That's right. She can't change it. So Right. So the, the 
piece that is really wonderful is like more and more you get in, you get comfortable to being who you are. So you just continue being more of yourself instead of trying to cover up absolutely anything. Okay. I love it. That would be my biggest recommendation right now in the next two weeks is like just be yourself more and more and more. And the one thing that a video would do, and actually this was wonderful that um, somebody that I, one a video that I uh, watched recently mentioned, and it is absolutely true. Video actually turns like diminishes your energy by half. So you, oh. if you really you have to really pump yourself up to really show up excited and you know passionate about what you want to say, because mm-hmm. it really just I don't know why, but that's what happens. It makes you it makes you look twice as big. Twice as heavy <laughs> and half as energetic. <laughs> so you there you go. To, okay. Really, and that's part of that's part of the deal, right? So the way you have a lot to up, overcome. Yeah. But it's it's just like, and then you become really friends with it. So I would love to see some of your videos, and whenever you're ready, I would love to read your your next um, newsletter. Okay. Well, it's going to be about the surface arts and how they take transform teenagers from being teenagers to circus performers oh nice so um anyway that's the next one but um yeah i need to get that out in a in another week and a half so you'll see that soon wonderful yes and if you want to have some feedback before you send it out you can it's entirely up to you yep i'll send it to you in advance okay because the one thing that i want to invite you to consider is um and this just off the bat because it's very easy if you like a little bit of guidance does that sound good mm-hmm. so your writing is beautiful i love it and try to make very short paragraphs like paragraphs that are about you know two sentences long oh. so, so you have instead of one daunting paragraph that most people don't want to read <laughs> okay make it much shorter and got it be, so another thing is create bold the important pieces that are going to jump at people and say, oh, yeah, I want to read these because it's about, you know, it, you know, this person was feeling, you know, defeated, whatever it might be, or, you know, stuck or just lost. And all of a sudden they – so you just highlight whatever it might be, making it bold. And if you're telling a story, then create, like, subtitles. So there's mm-hmm. going to be – you know, uh, the story began, you know, or he, you know, like when I recently sent a story that I was like, it was, it started by, you know, literally was a subject line of the email and it was the first sentence that was this, like a title. And it was, I will never, I will never have, I, I can never have sex, be successful. Dot, dot, dot. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can never be successful, she told me. Dot, dot, dot. So it's it's actually perks your curiosity a little bit. Like, why why could you never be successful, right? You're right, like, right. So something that perks out that your, your curiosity, and then and then you know after a little bit of a paragraph, you know, like three, you know, just three little paragraphs or something, I would say, and this is what you know, and this is what happened, or the transformation, and or you know, the circus came, or she found, you know, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So you separate it into into little sections. It's the same story. But then it makes it more inviting to read. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. I look forward to seeing it. All right. Thank Yay. you so much. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure to work with you. Yes, likewise. Big hug for you. Thank Big you so too. much. Take very, very good care, Cheryl. Enjoy. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Hello. Hello.